0: Hi, praise the Lord. How's everybody doing tonight? So glad to be with uh, everyone here tonight as we uh, continue this uh, great week. Um, So we are going to be looking at um, our own personal potluck, our own personal potluck. But before I do that, I want to read an announcement. Uh, This is from the pastoral team, uh, and we want to make this to our church family. And um, I'll say, good evening. I'd like to make a quick announcement on behalf of your pastoral team before the Bible study tonight. Here we are already in a new month. So we wanted to bring you an update because the governor's mandate has not changed. For the month of September, the pastoral team has decided to continue meeting online via our digital campus. This decision only pertains to church related functions, which are the worship services and small groups. We know that many of you are eager to be back to in person services. And believe us, we are too. The pastoral team revisits this decision on a month by month basis. So we request your continued prayers for God's wisdom and guidance. Amen. Amen. So, um, that kind of is our announcement and trust me, I am praying we're doing stuff to make sure that we can, we can get back to in-person services um, and, and kind of see everyone's faces um, for real. So, uh, but this has been a good setup. Digital campus has been fun. So no complaints there. Um, I remember this probably was maybe seven years ago. And, and I met, uh, when I was in St. Louis, I was, um, going through, uh, a Dilberg's and I was, um, I think it was grocery shopping or something. And I remember I, um, I saw this, um, this girl on her phone and she was just getting stuff and just, you know, I, she was, I guess, a concerned friend over the phone and she was on her flip phone and, um, who knew that she would eventually be my future wife. Um, I remember thinking to myself, man, that's a, She'd make a great mom, and uh, and the last two weeks we've had uh, homeschooling, and and she's just she'd be really be doing a great job. And so, uh, to all those who are starting school or who are homeschooling, uh, and parents, my thoughts and prayers are with you. Uh, it is a whole another world. Uh, i trying to <laughs> prepare lessons and then teach them, and you know, to people who are not impressed by you at all, who are your own kids. Um, so just so grateful for my wife and all those who are, you know, started school. So our personal thoughts with you. Um, well, I, I have an interesting um, thought. So this week, again, it's, it's kind of this potluck theme. And um, this goes back to about February. And I was uh, scheduled to uh, preach Sunday morning. And I remember I was typing my sermon up and it was just flowing. I mean, I'm just pounding away and I'm like, man, this is good stuff, good stuff. Um, and then I get a call and it's Stephen. He says, Arash, I just, I just feel God kind of leading me to, to take over the service. I, I have a message for the church. I was like, of course, of course, go ahead. And, and of course it was one of those, uh, the service where he, you know, we had, we talked about the prophecy and play and uh, probably one of the last services we had before the pandemic. And I remember I was kind of just like, well, God, where do you want me to use a sermon because I know you had it for a purpose. And so, uh, I tried to look at several avenues and I just didn't feel a release to, to kind of preach it and teach it. Uh, but tonight God gave me that permission. And I want to go ahead and talk about this. Um, and it's, it's my thought for tonight. Um, and I want to talk about the rest, the rest and um, before we begin, I want to go ahead and look uh, at a passage of scripture. Uh, we're going to look at Psalms ninety-five and verse six. So Psalms ninety-five, verse six. And I'm going to go ahead and share my screen so you all are able to see it. Alrighty, so you should be able to see that. So Psalms. 95 and verse six. So it says, come, let us bow down and worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our creator, for he is our God. We are the people of his pasture and the sheep he owns. Today, if you only you would obey him. Verse 8, he says, do not be stubborn like they were at Meribah, which is the place where they were doing a lot of complaining. They were thirsty. And ultimately, it led to Moses being um, unable to enter the promised land. He actually deceived actually him on the mountaintop um, because of um, the stubbornness of the people. Like they were that day at Mesa in the wilderness. Where your ancestors, now watch this, challenge my authority. And tried my patience, even though they had seen my work, they'd seen my miracles, but yet they tried my patience. And for 40 years, I was continually, this is very strong language, disgusted with that generation. And I said, these people desire to go astray. They do not obey my commandments. So... I made a vow in my anger. It's never good when when God makes a vow against you. They will never never enter into the resting place I had set aside for them. He had this grand plan, this great place he was going to take them, this resting place. And because they were just so stubborn and, and so disobedient and unable to listen to God, just listen to him, that he actually had to stop them from entering this resting place. And that's what I'm talking about is, is this, this, the rest, the rest. And I always want to start in the Old Testament because that's kind of where um, kind of my methodology goes as we kind of start from the Old Testament and work our way to the new. And, and it's amazing how scripture begins to unfold and, and more and more is revealed as God continues to reveal his scriptures and, and what his master plan is. And, Of course, you can see everything in the Old Testament, but uh, the New Testament really brings everything right in. Um, And now I'm going to go ahead and read from chapter, I'm sorry, Matthew, the book of Matthew. So we are going to go ahead and uh, move into the New Testament. And we are looking at chapter 11, New Testament, chapter 11. Here's Jesus' invitation, and it's um, verse 25. So verse 25. And at that time, Jesus said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to little children. So that's great. That's how God sees us as little children. Yes, Father, for this was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. And no one knows the Son except the Father. And no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son decides to reveal him. And this is such a, an important passage, especially when it comes to the oneness of God. It really is a revelation. I mean, you can read the scriptures and, and people miss it. But at the end of the day, it's this, it's this revelation God kind of unfolds before you that he is one. He's one Lord and his name is Jesus. And he has all power in the world. Now verse 28 Come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest take my yoke on you and learn from me learn my ways because I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find Rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy to bear and my load is not too hard to carry. Now watch this, it says, it, it says, I will give you rest and you will find rest for your souls. We're talking about the rest tonight, the rest. And I find it fascinating that Jesus offers people who have not decided to follow him, something so minuscule and insignificant. Follow me. I promise rest. What, Jesus? Seriously? You are offering rest as part of your compensation package? Rest as a reward for becoming a disciple of Jesus? By the way, no other place in the entire Gospels does Jesus invite future disciples to come to him for your rest. Jesus has used words like, follow me, take up your cross, but never come to me, this personal, intimate invitation to become a disciple of Jesus. And what does he offer in return for following and learning his ways? rest. Once again, Jesus, you are a poor marketer and does not sell really well. The crowd wanted miracles, power, prosperity. The Roman gods were offering power and acceptance. The Greek gods were offering fertility and prosperity. And here is humble Jesus offering the masses the crowds rest, not just rest, humility. Let's face it, humility does not sell. You don't become president through humility. Jesus would never become president because what he offers is so primitive and so simple that he has hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent and has revealed them to little children. We miss it. We miss what he offers. And it's amazing because he was so successful. I don't see anybody practicing the Greek religion of the Greek gods, nor do I see anybody practicing the Roman religion. But Christianity thrived. Why? Because there's something within us that we search for this rest that Jesus talks about, this internal rest. It's not a cessation of activities, but the kind of rest where you just lean on Jesus. You don't lean on your understanding. You lean on his understanding. You lean on his sovereignty. And you rest at work. You rest when you're taking care of your children. You rest when you're with your family and as much anxiety that could cause, but you rest because you're resting in him. I wanna talk about the rest. Jesus is the rest. He's the one that will bring rest to your spirit and rest to your soul. And I get it, we're, we've got anxiety left and right and we're worried about this and, and here's Jesus offering something so simple. I offer rest. I will give you rest. Now it just doesn't end there. Now we're going to go ahead and go to Hebrews. And I'm going to, it's a Bible study. And uh, we're going to go and look at Hebrews chapter four. Hebrews um, chapter four. Let me see. Hebrews chapter four. God's promised rest. Therefore, we must not be weary. There's that word again. Oh, you're so weary, that while the promise of entering his rest remains open, none of you may seem to have come short of it. For we had good news proclaimed to us just as they did, but the message they heard did them no good, since they did not join in with those who heard in faith. So the writer, he or she, of Hebrews is talking about those who wandered the desert for 40 years. For we who have believed and have faith enter that rest, as he has said, as I swore in my anger, they will never enter my rest. Where's that from? That was, we just read that earlier, right? Psalms 95. And yet God's works were accomplished from the foundations of the world. For he has spoken somewhere about the seventh day this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all works. But to repeat the text cited earlier, they will never enter my rest. So he's talking about the Sabbath, which again is countercultural. You know, and we read that, we did a whole series on Sabbath and rest, and how the Egyptian ways and systems was based on anxiety and work. And God invites them to stop. That's very countercultural. And unfortunately, it's still countercultural to stop, to rest. Four, Uh, Verse six. My apologies. Therefore, it remains for some to enter it. Yet those to whom it was previously proclaimed did not enter. Why? Because of disobedience. So God, again, ordains a certain day today, speaking through David after so long a time, as in the words quoted before. Oh, that today you would listen as he speaks. Do not harden your hearts. Find and learn from me. When you stop learning from Jesus, you have heart in your heart. When you stop leaning on Jesus, you have heart in your heart. What was that passage in Matthew? Learn from me and I will give you rest and you will find it. Not only is he going to give it to you, but if you're searching for it, You'll find it. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken afterward about another day. Consequently, a Sabbath rest remains for the people of God. For the one who enters God's rest has also rested from his works, just as God did from his own works. It's a big deal. He creates the entire world, humanity in six days, and God rests. Does God really need to rest? No. No, he doesn't need to rest. He doesn't get tired. But he did as an example. Thus, verse 11, we must make every enter to enter that rest so that one may fall by following that so that no one may fall by following the same pattern. Of disobedience. This is so critical. The rest, if we do not rest, if we do not have the rest, we could fall into disobedience. We could fall into apostasy and forget this, God. Verse 12 for the word of God is living. Oh, that's where that passage is. You hear this passage of scripture quoted a million times about how God's word is alive. But this is the context that it's being written in. It's talking about rest and resting in him. For the word of God is living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword, piercing even to the point of dividing the soul from the spirit, and the joints from the morrow. It is able to judge the desires and the thoughts of our hearts. No creature is hidden from God. No one is hidden from God. But everything, everything is naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must render an account. We have to have the rest, we have to lean on his understanding. We have to learn from his ways and his ways don't jive with our ways. His ways don't make sense in our world. Our world laughs at us. They make fun of us. They think we're crazy because they don't understand. The rest here is talking about the soon coming king, that one day we're all going to be with him as the rest is talking about. Because when you know where you're going, you have complete confidence in today. I'm not, uh, it's not about doing nothing. I'm talking about resting, two different things. The challenge is that church, we're, we're distracted. This is, this is my message. I was going to preach in February. This is before the pandemic. And we're unable to pay attention to what God is saying. Even so we're right now in our house. And I wonder if we're multitasking. I wonder right now, if some of us are doing something else, we're checking out something on another Facebook and checking people's updates, or are we? We're multitasking. We're distracted, and we are not getting rest because of the pandemic. The pandemic has slowed things down, but buddy, we're not. We're not resting. It's made things worse. We, it's, it's it's increased our doubts. We're we're more fearful, and and we have more doubt than we've ever had before, and and we're wandering, and we're we're hoping, and we're saying, where is our hope? And, and we're looking for cheap substitutes, thinking, well, maybe this will somehow satisfy. Maybe this will somehow alleviate my anxieties and my fears. And, 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 and we're putting other things in place. And just like Hebrews, we're far from it. And the word will reveal what is idol in our hearts. Our idols are coming down. And the last idol that ever comes down is pride. Is is our pride. You know, it's interesting. My uh you know, I, I always talk about my father. He's kind of a big deal in my life. And um I, I I'm always fascinated by his story. i well, of course I always whenever I sit with him and um and <clears throat> and I listen to him and he talks about moving from one country to another where you don't know anybody and you're completely out of control. And he tells me that my life and my family's life is in his hands. You know, I'd always, I'm always like, what? How does someone have so much confidence in I think because somehow my dad is, he leans on God's sovereignty and he has the rest. He doesn't need to fill this void with stuff and consumerism and and, and jobs and working ourselves to the bone and thinking that somehow this will satisfy this hunger and he has rest in, in his king. And that's, I think that's kind of what I'm trying to bring to everyone tonight is. Do we have this rest or, or are we drifting away? Has, has this last five months of being at home kind of forced us to be distracted where we're, God is the last thing on our mind. We got all this stuff happening and the world is falling apart and, and we're distracted. And God's saying, learn my ways my yoke is easy will you rest you're probably asking yourself why in the world is a raj wearing a jacket without sleeves i don't know if you guys knew that this isn't a fashion statement by the way um i might be i might be sending a trend here but um why is, what happened to my sleeves? Um, and you've probably noticed, I'm I, as you can see my shirt, this is a, my red and, and blue shirt. If you go to our website newarkupc.info, you'll see a picture of me and it's this really nice picture and I'm sure it's Photoshopped. They've added more hair follicles than I have. Um, but this is what I'm wearing. This is what I'm wearing. And, and I look great, don't I? I? I have all my tie and everything. But, but I want to I show you something. This is, this is <clears throat> by putting this on, this is what Jesus sees. He doesn't see the nice image. He sees the torn jacket the, that has holes and stains. It, he sees what I really am, a mess. I have to trust in the rest. I have to lean on his understanding. I have to put other things aside and and trust in him. And he sees you. He sees you just like me as you've put on this shabby coat, trying to clean yourself up. remember we're all we're all naked before God the world the word reveals everything and it shows everything I guess I want to ask you do you have the rest are you leaning on his sovereignty are you leaning on his understanding and not yours or have you have you lost hope? Have you been led astray? Have you felt something else, hoping it'll satisfy you? The idol of our building has been taken down. And the last idol he's taken down is our pride. As he shows that before his eyes, we're just little children. But will you? learn from him will you trust him will you not have some cheap substitute i feel like praying i know this is a bible study but i really want to pray i i'm worried about i'm worried about some of you you've you're distracted and you know you're you don't feel as connected and you're just hanging on at times you're just trying to make sense of everything and and you're trying everything you can and and i want to really want to pray for you jesus lord god you are the rest you god are the one who brings peace you're the one god who brings comforts in my soul and you're the one god who puts anxiety aside god there's so much fear there's so much anxiety there's so much doubt god we we want to trust you jesus in this process in this time that god you are working god i pray for my brothers and sisters lord who've who've been distracted god who've who've been falling aside or feeling astray, God, I pray that you strengthen them, Jesus. God, show that you love them, Jesus, that you want to give them the rest. If they learn from you, if they learn about your ways, Jesus, if they lean on your understanding, if they lean on your sovereignty, Jesus, that You control everything, God, that everything is in your hands, Jesus. You're the one who's running the world, God, and you're the one, Jesus, who will take care of your people, and you're gonna take care of me, Jesus. Let me be reminded once again, Jesus, just like I've been reminded in the stories and from my father, God, just like you protected my father and my family on our dangerous trek here, God, you will protect us again, And God, you will watch over us. And you want to bring rest to us, Jesus. You want to bring peace to us, Jesus. Comfort. We trust in you, Jesus. We trust in you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Do we have the rest, church? Do we have the rest?
2: Amen. Rosh, thank you for that word. That was that was heavy. Um, I think it's I think it's worthy of noting. I know we're calling this potluck week and some people might not understand that, uh, but this is a week where we have not pre-planned um our, this series or our lessons. Everybody's just going freestyle. So I hope you've paid attention to the cohesiveness of the messages that have been shared this week. Uh here Ross shared with you at the outset that God gave him this message back in February. February. So, yeah, so I'm always blown away um, at how God is a master weaver uh, of things. Um, well, I won't give away tomorrow, but let's just say Rosh pretty much gave it away tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Like someone's working, right? Like, like God is working. Absolutely. Like in control. Huh. <laughs> absolutely in control.
2: And so uh, I appreciate him tonight. Uh, I think he goes out of the way. He, he is a patient God. He, yes, he is, is long-suffering. He goes far beyond what we can imagine to, um, to reach us and to let us know that it's him.
0: That's right.
2: And so I, I, I hope that's not going to be missed on you guys this week. Pay attention. Uh, again, we, none of us have talked. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> none of us have talked. None of us have talked. All right. Joyce, do you have any questions?
1: Yes. Uh, How can we not only find ways to rest by ourselves? But lean on Jesus to find our breads.
0: How are ways we can lean on Jesus? Um, I think we need to, once, uh, to learn about Jesus, you need to spend time with him. And, um, you know, you, I think you need to spend time with him. And that, that means in prayer or meditation. Um, I think the, the challenge and it might just be me is I, we have this sacred space called the church and we feel that um, that's where we connect with God and that's where we meet and spend time with him. And, and that, that sacred space has been taken away. And now we're, we're trying to find some space where we can spend time with him and um, everywhere is sacred space. Um, You can spend time with him anywhere, but I, I, I think to have that rest, you, one, uh, read his word, but two, just spend time with him. And, um, you know, my dad's always talking to God. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy. People think he's lost his mind. You know, he's probably delusional, Alzheimer's, whatever it might be, but, um, but he's always talking. (laughs) So I guess taking a chapter from my, um, from my dad, just spending time with him, spending time with him.
2: Yeah. Just you have another question. I, w- I have a question, but I don't want to jump in front of anybody who's already in your queue there.
1: Well, there's another one. Um, when you came to the USA, did you come by yourself?
0: No, no, no. Um, we actually came as a family. So we, um, there were, you know, I have uh, seven brothers and sisters, and my mom and dad, and uh, we actually were in another country in Turkey. Um, and we were political refugees my dad was a different political party and uh, they allowed us to um, get visas in the u.s um so we got to actually take a plane to the u.s and got our green cards and um oh yes i remember that plane ride it was a long plane ride um wow. istanbul all the way to new york so
1: oh, wow <laughs> Lila, if you had a question,
2: you can go while we wait for more to come in. Okay. A um, couple things as, as, as Rosh was, was speaking that, that kind of came to mind. And I want to get your take on that, Rosh, because so many of us crave certain things, like the very things that God offers us, right? I mean, how many how many of us have said a thousand times, I wish I had a time to rest. I wish I had peace. I wish I had, you know, all these things that God promises. Why do you think it is so hard for us to accept okay. when he offers them, you know, you know, he's offering us the very things.
0: Why do you think that is? I mean, we talk about the Israelites, but that's not a, just the Israelites. Oh, it's, it's timeless what he offers. And, mm-hmm. and I think, I don't know, part of it maybe it's human nature is, and then and, 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 the, and the, the systems, cause there's a systems as well. There's pressures where uh, we have to have stuff. We have to have this and people feel that one income isn't enough. So then you get two incomes and then you up your living and, then it brings more stress and then it brings more busyness and um, and it mm-hmm. just it just starts to exasperate the situation. Then you add activities and um, no one's saying, Hey, why don't you guys all just stop? And um, I mean the pandemic has stopped us, but but we're still running in our mind. because mm-hmm. um, that's how we're trained. Uh, and I think I think God wants to to go to our mind and just yeah. relax. Yeah. But yes. wow. I, yeah. I have this.
2: I um, was thinking about, you, you, you mentioned that our idol, meaning, you know, our church, meaning the building. And I know you mean the sense that we, uh, the way we hold it in such high regard, like that's the yes. only thing we can worship.
0: Exactly. Um, and and then makes, that's how it's been taught. Not from New but just in history. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah,
2: absolutely. And, you know, just, you know, the week we shared our testimonies um early in this pandemic uh season and i remember a lot of us received the holy ghost at home for example you know and so uh, even though we think that culturally many of us have had experiences outside of church yeah. that demonstrate to us that god is not limited to a building um and, and thinking about that i was reminded of a story desi taught um was the last week about the woman at the well when he talked about kindness and and how frank jesus was yet he was so kind with that woman but in that story i'm just looking at uh I'm looking at John four in verse 21, when Jesus said unto her woman, believe me the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain, nor yet at Jerusalem worship the father. You worship, ye you know, not what we know what we worship for. Salvation is of the Jews, but but Jesus made a point there that it's not going to be about a location, right? That he's seeking those that he's freeing us from that. Exactly. He, he's, he's taking off those limitations on where we can worship him. There's no, temple so to speak, no, no, specific no place. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, but those that desire to worship him in spirit and truth, they can tap into God anyway.
0: Anywhere. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> He is everywhere, right? I mean he's he's God, right? He, he's not limited to like a mm-hmm. specific space. And I, I think mentally maybe that's we feel like that's how we that's how we've been trained, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And what's fascinating if you look at the other religions, you know, in Judaism and and in, in Islam where there is a specific location you're supposed to make a pilgrimage to mecca you have to go to jerusalem and see what it's like and jesus doesn't require anything he's he says i'm everywhere and actually he wanted the temple destroyed um because he because we probably worship the temple too we'd be <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i don't know we're like this is great the temple so um, and what is interesting also because you know god is all about destroying idols Uh, The original manuscripts of the Bible, uh, you know, the New Testament, we don't have that. We have copies. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason we don't have the originals is because we probably worship it. Mm -hmm. This is Paul's letter. Mm -hmm. And um, his handwriting, is ink, right? (laughs) his ink. Oh, you know,
2: it's like (laughs) 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 Yeah, but we get like that, right? We we really do.
0: Yeah. I think we're designed that way. So we're just... (laughs) I think
2: one of the, the dangerous things as Christians, um, a dangerous place we fall into is we is we function. You know, we're so used to our rituals. You know, we get up on Sunday, we put our Sunday best on, we go to church, we go through the motions, you know I mean? We you know, we you know, we, we, we have the service down pat. What's next? I mean, God forbid you change the order of service and people are losing it, right? That's right. You know, we go home, we have our little Sunday dinner and those of us at the Pentecost, we come back again at night, you know, we go and we're so used to those. Uh, functioning things, but I I just think that this time that we're in, no, I don't believe God caused it, but you know He's a master of using what yes. comes about. Is that time where He wants us to quit functioning, and He wants us to learn how to worship Him in spirit and truth ourselves, for our families. Well, you know that kind of that we have to learn to tap into Him, mm-hmm. and not rely on somebody else to create that atmosphere. I'm mean, just using that church language. I mean, you know, you gotta learn how to create your own atmosphere. In other words, you you have to learn how to worship God to usher in his presence wherever you are. Um, you know, in your living room, in your kitchen, you know, that I mean, you know, so this is this is a unique time.
0: Yes. Very unique time. I gotta time. be
2: quiet, because I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. That's all right. That's all right. That's why you're here. But uh yeah. Got any other questions, Joyce? Because,
1: you know, I'll get the yagging. <laughs> yeah, so Sorry. how do you think we can reach out to each other as the church to support each other's own rest? So how about um, the corporate rest?
0: Corporate rest, mm-hmm. yes. yes. Well, if, 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 you know, for instance, somebody is moving, helping them move, and uh, I know in the pandemic we have to be careful, but, um, you know, if, if, if someone, you know, leaves their long cut or... I mean, there's, there's things we can do, you know, watching, uh, I know we, um, we just had a baby and, uh, we had, um, you know, we, we had somebody watch and uh, help us and it was phenomenal. And so, um, I mean, that, that gave us some rest, um, but <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> a whole lot of
2: rest.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I, and, and Lil, do you want to add anything to that? I do want to add into
2: this but i want to i want to preface this statement by saying i'm not advocating for this
0: yes yes it, again pre pandemic right
2: <laughs> i will say this that um under the corporate thing is a big deal okay we know god believes in community so i'm not saying that that is not necessary it is necessary that we remain a community and that we worship and fellowship together again we know in this season that can't happen right now okay but I know that several people are getting together anyway, you know, for fun activities, things like that. I mean, you're free folk. You, you, you know, but, but grown adults. If yes. If you're getting together anyway, notice I said, if you are getting together anyway, right, this is not permission from the church. <laughs> we,
0: we don't give, we don't mandate stuff, right? No.
2: But if you're getting together anyway, why couldn't you get together to do something spiritual? Why couldn't you get together? I mean, you can get together to go to the park or get together to go. I'm, I'm just saying, it, right? You have to be responsible for your own, again, as I say, what you need to do to, to tap into God. And if you don't, you know, you don't necessarily care about the restrictions or you feel like you can do something safely outside you and your friends or whatever. I mean, that that's, you know, why not do something? Why do we have to only get together to have fun things? Right. Why can't you, if you must, if, you, if you're doing it anyway, you know, why couldn't you you know, do something like that yourself. Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. That was an abrupt stop, but I had to zip it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right,
1: Lil. All right. all right. Okay, well, another question. So how can we balance our responsibilities, so life, kids, work, school, with our spiritual life so we don't feel overwhelmed or burnt out?
0: Mm, what a great, yes. great question and this is something that comes up every time yeah and um we're gonna have to be very comfortable with the word no Mm. let me give you an example when i um when i got the holy ghost when i was a i was a junior in high school i got the holy ghost and god really started working with me and um i kind of went all in my senior year in um in high school And I was part of a play and I had a, I had a part, it was a minor part, not a major part uh, in the musical. And I've always wanted to do a musical, you know, I thought it'd be kind of cool. And I remember I read and I saw the schedule uh, of the time commitment. And it was pretty much every night, uh, all day Sunday. And it was going to be for the next four or five months. And I remember God saying, okay, this is not going to work for you. Mm -hmm. I know you want to do this, but this is not going to work. Can't, you can't, you're not going to have, you're not going to be able to go to church Mm -hmm. at all. Um, And so I know I, I I had to go talk to the director and the director was so disappointed. She wanted me in the play. And I just said, I'm so sorry. I just, I, I can't do this play. And I, I I felt bad that I built out on them, but but to me, I, I had an order of uh, importance, and that was uh, being with the people of God and and making that a priority. Um, so that's kind of you're gonna have to balance that, and 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 you're gonna have to say no to some things. Um, unfortunately, you're gonna have to <laughs> you know say, or your your standard of living, it may be, um, maybe you have to adjust that so you have time. Uh, you know, that's something to think about as well. Uh, I, I'm sure you have something as well to add to that a little?
2: You think I always have something to say? Of
0: course I do. <laughs> Why do I even ask that?
2: <laughs> well, what I was thinking is sometimes that we are the creators of our own chaos. Oof. It's, oh, I've, I've been there, done that with the T-shirt, right? I mean, as parents, I'm not sure whether that was an adult or, or somebody young who asked that question, but as parents, we're the one that, that should be in control of our house. Mm. Right. And sometimes we don't take the privilege that we have to be in control. And you know, so we don't have any structure. And now listen, you 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 all listen to who's talking right now, right? Because I am a spontaneous person. You know, structure and schedule makes me twitch. I right? see my twitch, right? <laughs> right? So I'm just letting you know I'm not I'm not criticizing here. But it's something that I had I absolutely had to do. Myself, because I would probably lose my mind trying to keep up with all the demands of life and you know, church and this kind of thing. So, you have to take advantage of what you have, that means the authority. So, you okay, Rosh gave you one. No, who said your child had to do 15 different activities for you know, me? For example,
0: for example, for example,
2: for example, who said, Yeah, you know, you know uh, is there such time as a bedtime? Right, you know, I mean, I know some of our kids are up till who knows when, and you're never going to get a moment of peace if you don't have some structure um, in your life. Um, oh, what's the other thing that went out of my mind as I was thinking about it? But you know, you you have the you have the power to order a lot of your life that you don't think you have the power to do. But it takes discipline to do that, and if you don't have any structure, then you know it, it is going to be chaos and it is going to be a lot to juggle. And the good thing about the time that we're in right now is that. You know, church is coming to your door. You got no commute time, you know, to, 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 to ride from your you house.
0: On your phone. You can do wherever you are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah it's, it's pretty yeah. Like,
2: Yeah. Even even things like, you know, I'm speaking to kids because kids seem to be the tornadoes in our lives. You know what I mean that, that have everything rolling and crazy. But even like teaching your kids to sit down. Like doing a broadcast. You know, I, I can imagine what's going. I I get it. You know, I have to tell Monica. You know, our kitchen is right off of our family room where we watch the broadcast on YouTube most of the time. And it's like six fifty eight comes, and suddenly she want to start fixing her plate. You know, and she wants to start doing it. And I'm like, look, you know, the broadcast is seven o'clock. You know, you need to be sitting your little bottom down, and 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 paying attention because we get that busyness thing going. And so when we got all the kids spinning all over the place, and I'm like teach your kids to just sit down. It's not a crime to teach them to To sit down for uh, you know ten minutes, just you know you they learn by doing, um, and I'm just naming some things that tend to make all of our lives chaotic. Because you know, and but take the authority you, you have and teach them because it's to, for their benefit and it's also for your benefit. Because when your house ain't in order, you talk about your peace gone. You know I mean <laughs> your rest gone? You know. So in other words, all I'm saying is take control of the things that you can, and don't look at them as oh my poor kids they have to sit down. You know what I mean? we all got to sit down you know in other words you have to train your children to do things in certain places if you go to the doctor's office they can't just run around wow give me that you know so even in our home right now you can treat this like a little church because you are the church God gossip with two or three guys in his name right so so we are the church wherever we are so yeah, yeah. take the time to do you know at least some little training this is a good time to do it okay you know practice with the broadcast broadcast is what about you know we got an hour tonight but generally we're about 20 minutes or so you know, let's practice sitting down and get yourself some peace where you can, and 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 try some of those things to, to keep them going. Some structure. So that that's my two cents on that. And,
0: and and you know, it's it's also important to know that you know one thing I did when I was a Sunday school teacher uh, back in bygone days, um, we used to have the kids run for five minutes, get
2: all the energy, get all out.
0: their energy out. Mm-hmm. And boom, they would just sit still and listen to everything, and they soak everything right up and it's I've right. been doing that with my own uh we've been trying to do that anyway, just like having them run out and mm-hmm. and, and go out and run around because it, it really does it, it does make a difference
2: yeah. oh yeah, that's a good point. My sister was ready that when she would have Tina for the summer. she couldn't see why my life was so chaotic because she'd run her all day <laughs> you know come home give them a, give them a a good dinner, get their bellies full, give them a bath and out like a light. She had the rest oh, of it to herself and things like that. So it's a lot of energy up front, but in the end, you get the payoff. Exactly, exactly.
1: Well, how can we balance the personal connection with Jesus, who is everywhere, with our need to gather together? And this is a two part question. So I have a, another one to answer that one.
0: Um, excellent question. They're both related. Um, Even in countries where Christianity is illegal, they still make it a priority to see each other. I can't, it's not weekly. It might be once every two or three months, but they still see each other. So again, this is temporary. We are going to, go back to in-person, just relax. We're, <laughs> we didn't sell the, ma- the building or anything like that. Um, um, you're actually gonna be very impressed when you come back to the building. But anyway, um, but, but it, it, they're both connected. It's, it's, it's all, yes, making your daily time with God, uh, whenever that is, you know, I don't think there is a particular time um, what works best for you um, and spending that time with them. And then also um, spending time with the body um, right now, the best way to do that is through our small groups, um, either through the phone, um, car visits. I've seen some of the people do that, where they're <laughs> in their cars or something. But I mean, just you know, you're, you're you know, stay connected. Um, that's why we you know we we kind of push people to 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 watch these live services when you know when they're live or. Or uh, watch the broadcast when it's being premiered because you know then you can somehow interact at least with the body uh, while watching it instead of you know in the middle of the night when there's nobody watching and just watching it by yourself. Um, I'm so glad you're watching it. That's a good thing. But but that's at this juncture. That's kind of what we're gonna have to do. And I'm sure Lil will want to add something as well. I'm starting to feel some kind of way. (laughs) I mean, it's a good thing. I'm saying. Um, t- away, take it away Lil. That's um, yeah i think we
2: have to look at this just like arash said look at it for what it is this is a unusual season and in unusual times you can't do the usual it, yeah. it, and, and so as much as you liked it and um instead of looking at it from a, a what we can't do perspective it's what we can do um I, I'm not gonna keep talking because I'm gonna tell you my whole message for tomorrow. The <laughs> more that's why I'm over oh, here. Oh man, to- we're gonna wow. you tonight. Woo. Um, but really, look look at it for what it is. Um, you know, you don't expect snow in the summertime, right? You know, like you. Sometimes we're demanding things that are out of season. And this in this time, it's out of season yeah. uh, for for us to to insist on having something that can't be right now, and so. Um, I think part of that, half the battle is shifting your thinking. Yeah. You know, I can't just accept it. I know we want to fight. You know, we're going to, you know, no, just, just give into it. Okay, God, you know, what would you have me to do in this unusual season in our lives? Uh, Once in a lifetime season. I I think it is, you know, I hope this never happens again in our lifetime, but you know. (laughs) In the centuries. um, Yeah. But, you know, what, what would you, what would you have me to do? Stop looking at the glass half full, and look at it, what is it, My, oh, let's stop looking half empty, look at it half full. Uh, yeah, what, what can I do in this season that I may not be able to do otherwise?
0: And, and I, again, I have to reiterate this, this is so important in this time. Please join your small groups. Turn on your camera. Yes, we want to see your faces. It, right? it, 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 trust me, it makes a world of a difference. It's I know it's not the same thing as being in real person, but it's it's better than nothing right. and, and, and trust me we need to we need to spend as much time as we can with each other and these small groups are just like the perfect avenue for us to to really connect mm-hmm. um it's just not enough to connect with god you need to connect with the body as well um so again please don't skip small group join you know be there it's very simple do it on your phone yeah so just my little plug there little just to-
2: hey I, i've gotten to know the pastoral team I feel like so much more intimately. In
0: this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We yeah. have our small group once a week. And guess what? Our cameras are always on.
2: <laughs> I'm sure you guys know where all my pimples are. You know what I mean? You know, I'm like, it doesn't get more up close and personal than our face slap dab in the screen the way it is in this thing. You know? So I really, all jokes to the side, um, it has made us get to know each other differently. It just hasn't yes, even the members of my small group. It, it's just this is just a different dynamic. I realize that For a lot of us, it makes us uncomfortable because it's so up close and personal. Uh, but we talked about again in this series. We talked about that vulnerability
0: thing, and we get um, to see how your house looks. We get to see it, how you really look. Yeah.
2: No, no, you know, it, it's just it's just a different dynamic. I get it. But if you lean into it again and stop fighting, it' then, so worth it. So yeah.
0: so worth it.
2: Yeah. So worth it. You don't have to be, um, you don't have to feel so isolated if you take advantage of what's being made available.
0: Yeah. So easy in this time to get isolated Mm -hmm. Um, and it causes anxiety. It causes you to have terrible anxiety and fear and it's, you don't have to do it. There's plenty of avenues for you to stay connected.
1: So when the quarantine is over, do you think we'll have difficulty transitioning back into normal? (laughs)
0: that's good when we get there we'll cross that bridge um uh i know um you know for this season we have kind of have an idea what church is going to look like um it won't look what we're used to uh, but it'll be something and um and again it's it won't be like that forever it's we'll go to a new normal um Mm -hmm. and hand sanitizer i'm sure or to be the new thing now everybody's going to have them and so you're gonna <laughs> so um it will look it will look different but but i i mean we've learned one thing there's a lot of stuff we can do online <laughs> jeez zoom's pretty amazing we've, we've done a lot of our meetings online i'm like man this is kind of nice so um yeah uh, but not sure ch- I, I mean i trust me we 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 terribly miss everybody at church so uh, yeah
2: guarantee. Read me that question again, Joyce, because there's a word in that question I wanted to use. Read me that question one more time.
1: When the quarantine is over, do you think we will have difficulty transitioning back to normal?
2: Yes. <laughs> you know why? It's like a rush day. Certain things are human nature, right? When we're at home, we have difficulty. When we have to come out, we have difficulty. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's just that, My this, that's opinion there.
0: Yeah, I, oh, think, I, I agree with you. It's always going to look. It's going to be hard. It's it's not going to be easy when we come back because, yeah, it's going to look very different.
2: I mean, don't come to church with your plate of food in your hand, right? <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, is it time for the sermon? I mean, think about that. We a lot of us have been eating dinner and watching the message from our sofa or you know wherever you are. But that's what we're going on six months now. Almost that, that kind of thing has been you know. So don't come to church in your slippers and your robe and you're, you know what I'm, I'm being funny somewhat, but. We just when
0: we settle into this, things will, will change we're gonna, to, we're gonna have to dress up again. have to put on clothes. Yeah, it's gonna be different.
2: So again, when I say, and I'm not being facetious to those of you who are really struggling with isolation at this time. But again, when I say, you know, there are some things to this season that you, if you change the way you think, you can appreciate them uh, as opposed to sort of despise them maybe the word is. Uh, because soon, and god willing we'll be back at it right? you know we'll be back at it and we'll probably be back at it to a whole new level yes uh, so you know again if you if you thought what three services a week was you know a lot because you know remember we got we real short memories you know oh my goodness i gotta come to church again I you know, and, and the kids and somebody had that question about balancing you know family and all just think about that right school and after school activities and running to church and kbn and and you know big group and all those everything things that have your tongue hanging out Right? they're all good things. In this season, we long for them. Yes, but when we're in that mode, we long for the rest. Arash was talking about, and I know that rest isn't just physical rest, but it's spiritual rest. We long for the rest. So I just pay attention to yourself. How how we how we get, you know, when we when we have what we say we want, we find it difficult. I'm using the word in that question. And, and when we get what we say we want, we find it difficult, and it's just this crazy cycle. Is, is and. Is, as humans, that we get on, and the Israelites are a good example of that.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, quiet again, Rosh. Any other questions, Joyce?
1: Yes, yeah, so how much did that suit cost? <laughs> and you purposely cut the sleeves off. <laughs> this
0: is nice. Um,
1: <laughs> what was the purpose for that?
0: <laughs> so I, I started lifting, and it, it tore as I was flexing uh <laughs> i'm just joking um i wore out the elbows and it just it's not good anymore so i i um i cut up the sleeves and i was like god was like cut the sleeves i'm gonna use this one and i was like i wonder what for and so here we go tonight we found out <laughs> what that prop was but uh, yeah. the, object lesson. <laughs> yeah, the object lesson was and i don't know i it was a gift from my mother-in-law so um, you can maybe talk to her and see how much it <laughs> was so she's the one that buys me all my suits, so.
2: <laughs> all right, you got an awesome mother-in-law. <laughs>
0: I do, I do.
1: Well, one more question for you. Where is the place you first lived when you came to America?
0: I lived in Lansing, Michigan, um, a really bad part of town. So right by uh, Sparrow Hospital, if any Michiganders are on the line, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Lord move us out of there in a re- in a year so
2: <laughs> yeah i didn't mean to cut i didn't mean to talk you rosh but that is the same place brother beardsy's from
0: yes that is correct brother beardsy yeah, that. Uh-huh. uh was born and grew up maybe you know a couple of miles away from where i i lived uh-huh. um yeah it's pretty crazy we're we're, we're pretty close <laughs> to each other
2: i recall what does Brother Beards always say that that's the place where michael who is it this, this um Football guy, I mean the basketball.
0: Um, uh, 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 magic. Magic uh, Johnson. Oh my goodness, what is Magic
2: it? Johnson?
0: Magic Johnson. There you go, Magic. Johnson. From yeah. Yeah,
2: and I think that's where Malcolm X is from as well. So I don't know, Lansing is on the map.
0: I yeah, it's so crazy. Lansing, Detroit. Like Rosa Parks lives in Detroit. Like I was like, really? I didn't know that. I I've been to Detroit multiple times. So yeah, it's there seems to be a lot of historical figures who's <laughs> from Detroit. All right. Yeah, it's pretty insane, but yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been interesting.
1: Well, before we end for the night, any um, tips on how we can share this rest with our neighbors?
0: Yeah, by showing kindness. You know how we did our honesty and kindness? The reason people are not kind is because they're stressed.
1: Mm-hmm. And the
0: reason why people are not patient is because they're stressed and they're busy. They're exhausted. And um how do we show Jesus' yoke is easy if we're always running? And we're exhausted. They look at us and they're like, mm, I don't want your Jesus. It looks exhausting. I don't want that. <laughs> you know what? I'll just I'll just do my own thing here. And um, but if you're you know, if you have that peace, if you're have that rest, they'll they'll sense it.
2: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Rosh. You no something? problem. Can you got you off there? That's okay. No, that's it. All right. We are at 802. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Don't forget to drop by newarkubc.info, and you know what to do. Submit your prayer requests. Right. Check out our small groups. Um, you know, that's your information center. Anything you need to know, be sure to stop by and uh, check out that website. Uh, there are also archives of all the past sermons are there. Joyce has been doing some great work in organizing things. He so can find things a little bit better. She's still it's still a work in progress, but it's it, it's moving a, it's moving along. But uh anyway, that's your go-to place for information related to the church right now. God bless you all and have a great night.